Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of The Overlooked Show. Dan, man, my guy, 30 out of 100, baby. We're getting there. Yep, 30 is a big milestone, and you know what? I mean, if we can make it to 30, we can definitely make it to 100. Wish that was the same about uh, my age, Dan. I mean, uh, George, you'll, you'll make it there. Sure hope so, Danny boy. Uh, Dan, let's dive right in. Let's talk. Let's chat about the news a little bit. So we're going to start with some very good news coming out from Berlin. Uh, I'm quite relieved. Uh, prominent Russian uh, opposition figure Alexei Navalny uh, finally awakened from his long-induced coma after falling ill around August 20th. Um, Navalny was poisoned by the infamous uh, nerve agent called Novichok. It's actually a series of, Novo- uh, series of nerve agents developed by the Soviet Union in the 70s and 80s. Um, the German government is obviously demanding answers, but um, even so that the German government has threatened a valuable oil pipeline with the Russians. The Russian government, however, has been adamant in saying they've, they've had no involvement in this poisoning. George, I mean, it's a crazy situation. Hey, but at least Navalny's alive. Well, they definitely, I mean, Putin definitely poisoned Navalny. Like, it's pretty much no secret. They, they, they were the ones that developed <laughs> the agent. Like, come on, give me a break, right? Like, I mean, they, they, they used the exact same nerve agent on a, I believe it was a journalist or a dissenter. Yeah, uh, and, and his daughter. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, it, it's pretty obvious that Putin does not like Navalny, given that Navalny is the biggest opposition candidate to his uh, power in Russia. Now, I'm curious, Dan, with how this is going to really affect, you know, potential uh, long-term prospects of Navalny actually, you know, taking control of the country one day and maybe even creating some sort of revolution in Russia. I mean, we, we don't know the long-term effects this poisoning will have on Navalny. I mean, at, yeah, least, point. at least at least doctors are saying, however, the good news is that he is being responsive. So there is a, uh, there's a chance that he could make a full recovery, but it's going to be a long yeah. road. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to go out and say that Putin fucking poisoned him because that's what happened. Yeah, I mean. They definitely weren't expecting him to survive. Let's just say that. Um, Dan, other news. COVID. COVID is uh, slowly, actually, the cases are going down across the U.S. Um, Cases are kind of slowing down a little bit in California. Hopefully that continues to happen. Deaths, however, have not. Uh, Typically, it appears because deaths are lagging behind cases as an indicator. Um, Prospects on a vaccine, Dan, looks like there's progress being made. Yeah, there is progress being made. I mean, multiple companies are involved. I mean, that being said, it, the, the, this thing is still dangerous. India just overtook Brazil today uh, after reporting 90,000 new cases, uh, bringing the country's total from uh, to just over four, like 4 million. So, I mean, and Europe is seeing spikes too. And there a lot of European countries are now wearing second lockdowns. So this beast, this beast is going to be hard to tackle. Yeah, and I really hope, Dan, I really hope uh, that the vaccine comes as soon as possible, that we can get society back up and rolling ASAP, um, and that 2021 is a great year. Um, really disappointing. I mean, it's already September 7th. It's already Labor Day. Yes. You believe that? It's already yes. September. Yeah. So I mean, we've only got to bear with it a few more months now, like another quarter, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll be back up and rolling. Society will be ha- happening again. And yeah, yep. hopefully, hopefully we can, uh, you know, live normal lives again yeah i i mean i've loved the nba playoffs so far but i do miss the crowds so yeah dan also we saw some uh, big updates in the sports world basketball's fully up and running lakers had a big win yesterday let's go let's go baby i um, almost had a bad night last night because of that third quarter but thank you lebron james thank you 
Yeah, that's going to happen against Houston, right? They're going to hit some threes, right? You just got to sustain what you're doing the whole game and look at what happened. It worked out. So, But honestly, George, the biggest news is coming from Brooklyn, New York. As uh, Steve Nash was hired as the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, and it's a pretty big hire because Steve Nash was a big superstar back in his day. Personally, George, I have a hot take here. I actually think he's going to win a championship with this squad. <laughs> well, I think they were something that they were looking for was someone who would listen or Kyrie Irving would like listen to, yes. you know? Um, and sometimes you bring in some of those analytics guys or like, a, I don't want to say Eric Spolster because Eric Spolster is a great coach, right? But like a video guy, right? What about bringing in, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah. Is he first ballot? He's probably first ballot, in my opinion. You know, like, he's Kyrie Irving has to listen to that guy, is what yes. I'm saying. Um, you know, I definitely saw, I definitely saw, you know, Stephen A. Smith coming out and saying that that definitely is, like, the epitome of white privilege, given that he's never had a co- head coaching uh, position before, or, or any coaching position for, really, as a matter of fact, which is a very valid point. Um, at the same time, though, it is Steve Nash, and his understanding of the game has to be mm-hmm. an extremely – you know, very high level. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at wh- who are some of the other head coaches out there that were formerly point guards. Um, you see a lot of them, I feel. Steve Kerr, I believe he was a point guard. We've seen Steve Kerr. Um, Byron Scott was a, like, kind of a two guard, I guess. But, yeah. But um, you know, and then there's obviously Jason Kidd, right, who's been in a head coach and assistant coach uh, throughout the years. we got to be missing a few, honestly. There's um, been many. Yeah, and uh, but, but you know it'll it'll be interesting to see how that happens, especially next year. And Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, that's that's a lot to deal with as a as a defensive team. And if they pick up a third star like a Bradley Beal, uh, they still have Karis Levert. So watch out for the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Eastern Conference. <clears throat> Giannis, get out of Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> on that note, Dan, uh, other things that there is are to cover. I mean, not much per se. I mean, game three is tomorrow, I believe, between the Lakers and the Rockets. Um, I think it's going to be the most important game in the series. If I think if the Lakers can win, they completely take control of the series. It's their destiny. Oh, I think game three and game four are going to be the telling games, right? And uh, I'm just looking at Overlooked right now because I'm trying to see. Um, I'm trying to see. Oh, it appears that the presidential race is actually tightening. Um, and it also appears that Kamala Harris met with Jacob Blake's family in Wisconsin. Um, looking at other news really quick uh, on Overlooked, uh, Belarusian protest leader disappears after being detained uh, by nasty men. That's kind of sketchy. Yep. Um, Saudi Arabia jails eight over the Khashoggi murder, which is very ironic. And then uh, something that I would like to personally cover, um, wildfires in California. I mean, it's scary. really bad right now. If you look up in the sky above LA, it's just... It's just like mucky. It's like a weird day. There it's was ash odd. all over my car this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it was hot outside. It really yeah. is just, a, I mean, the telltale warning, warning signs of global warming, especially in a place like California, which we love so much. Um, we need to figure some things out as a state, yeah. as a society, because this is really dangerous. Because the scary thing is, George, um, the scientists say the planet really doesn't have much time. It really doesn't. Got to move quickly, Dan. Got to move quickly. And we got to move quickly, too. Go make an impact in that 2020 election, all right? So on that note, uh, we will wrap up episode 30 of the Overlook Show. We've made it pretty far, Dan. We're going to make it a lot further, all right? Um, As you always say, Dan, 
Uh, I'm Daniel Wynn, and joining me is George Salamalas, and we just want to say thank you from the Overloop Show. Adios, amigos. Dan typically says adios, but uh, that works too. Have a good day, y'all. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day.